It's the Daily Talk Show and it's Monday the... What is it? The 5th of February? Hey, uh, Tommy. Hey, man. Ep 15. Yeah. Yes. We are five eps off going... Hashtag going public. <laughs> hashtag coming out from the darkness of the web. Yeah. To be in people's ears. Um, how are you going? Yeah. Having one of those days, it's like... Fuck, you can snowball into a shit day, can't you? Like, you have one thing start. Yeah. And then you can just feel how your mind really wants to take over and go, nah, your day's done. It's a piece of shit and it's going to get worse. Yeah. But you try and battle it. I So, I could have had one of those days because yeah. I uh, I just couldn't wake up this morning. I, mm. I can't... I need eight hours of sleep. Yeah. I And I went to bed at... Um, like I went to, went to bed at like nine thirty, fell asleep at midnight. Yeah, fucking annoying. So anyway, I put my alarm on for six thirty, and got up at eight. Oh, oh, got up at half past, twenty past eight. Maybe. <laughs> There's nothing worse. I left my bag at home. If like basically, which With is my work. You fucked it. <laughs> so I left my. I, I took the banana and the two cans of tuna no, though. So potassium. It uh. <laughs> I managed to get those on and my gym gear and then got to work and th- said, shit, my work is at home and it's too far to go back. So I'm going to just, I'm going home after this. You know how there's some people that just fucking self-sabotage? <laughs> yeah. That you know, was there any bit of you that was self-sabotaging, do you think, or no? Uh, this day, yeah. I was tired this morning. So it's like, I think so. But I had I had drinks on the weekend. I had maybe 10 beers across the whole weekend. Fuck off. 10? Yeah, it's not that much though, mate. Really? How many calories per... I don't give a shit. It's not what I'm going into. What? Give it 150 calories a beer. So there's like... I probably had more calories than Froyo. Totally, it's your mindset. Like... If you don't think fat, you won't be fat, you fucking (laughs) fat fuck. It's not what I'm saying. It's all... Mindset, mindset. Like, that's what it is. No, is drinking. that what you're going to say to a? Is that what you did as a PT? It's, Such a fuckhead. Yeah. This is we've discussed you being a fuckhead PT before, <laughs> and you doing a bit of a. It's your mindset. No, <laughs> I'm talking about alcohol affecting your mindset, okay. and I think it's like what could snowball 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 me, snowball me into this is having a slightly fragile mindset after drinking. I, like I wasn't even, I wasn't wasted or anything. Did you get a bit emo. Definitely does. Really? And, I, and you totally... I, I feel it. I feel just a bit sooky. But I, it's totally what I was feeling all the early days of my life that I'd do this and I'd drink twice as hard as I do now because I yeah. can't. I've got a baby. I can't, you know, can't be... Because you're breastfeeding home. or something. I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> and so there would be hundreds of thousands of people out there in Melbourne today and across the world that are feeling... A bit sooky. And that's well, why. I think it's like a 20% um, added emotional state that's not really required, that's only been induced by this alcohol. Is it is it good or bad? Like it's a bad state? No, it's a bad state, I think. And I'm, and I'm hyper aware of the internal state going on within me, so I'm thinking about it a lot. And yeah. maybe you just think, oh, I'm tired, of, you know. But how does it come do, out? How does, how, does, how does it show itself? Overthinking? I, I, no, I think it's just... You know how like some days, and you experience this and you don't even drink, but it's like some days your mind can get the better of uh, Yeah, you're willing to just let that fucking yeah. lizard brain take yeah. over. It's, I think there's just that lack of control a bit on that part of your brain that's like, you shit, you shit at what you do. You know, like, yeah, sure. And so that just creeps in a bit. And I think it's, I definitely think it's the alcohol because it's the only 
thing that I can. How do you turn it around? Is there something? Is it? Have you worked out? Exercise. You got to do that. Like I'm trained this morning. Have to. Yeah. Because otherwise, it'd just be. The feeling that you have is the same feeling that I have when I eat shit. Yeah. If I eat like uh, really badly, and you can either sort of count it as yeah, like I've that was a thing. I've done that thing, and now I'm like focused on now because that's the thing like you you work out oh like i only need to eat good for one day and i'm back yeah well i was saying that to you the other day my mate craig harper if he opens the door he's gone with bad food so he just now restricts it i don't know he might have a cheat day every now and then but some people can't do it yeah it's like it's like the maybe they aren't an alcoholic but they definitely have uh, disorder, disorderly behavior around alcohol yeah and so they know that if they open the door they'll get absolutely wasted but then so they just don't go near it or it's like if you're drinking when you're sad or shit like that yeah. then it's going to heighten that emotional oh, yeah. state oh yeah so anyway i'm i'm, I'm good. all right enough about uh that how about the fact that i went to the gym on saturday yeah it was big it's big that was huge yeah and you've already said oh i want to do something every day can I, Which I think is the problem with most people. It's like they start at the gym you know and think the they problem? want to do something every fucking day. Do you know the thing that's I'm fine? Like I'm going to the gym. I could have been anxious. Wasn't that anxious? The most, the thing that I was most anxious about was the fact that um, I just said, "Oh, you just let you just lead the way. You tell me what to do and all that sort of thing." We arrive at the entry, and you said, "Okay, mate, just come walk in with me." That made you anxious? No, that was so. I was like, okay, like, am I meant to? Be, I was thinking, am I meant to like sign something? Am I meant to be paying here? And I was like, oh, look, we haven't really spoken about it, so I'm comfortable. Then you see one of the managers at the cafe, and the first thing you say is, oh yeah, just snuck Josh in. He didn't pay. So what the- at the gym where where I go, you either have to have this annoying conversation where you're like. Sign up, you're like, oh, and they'll probably annoy you on the phone another day. You know that's wanna... every fucking gym. Yeah, but their system is a failure because you could just walk straight past. I don't know if that's a fat like, I don't know if that's a, you could say the same thing with like, oh, I picked up some uh, strawberries from Coles, walked out, didn't pay. So is that bad? Systems so do you think work... it's bad what you did? Yeah. I didn't feel good about it. I was constantly you, felt like the, I was being watched by a security is camera. Is this a guy who is saying this but will eat a grape in the cold? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't you don't do it. that? No. You know what I do say when I see people walking, like they walk past and grab a piece of fruit and eat it? Yeah. I just say out loud, saw that. <laughs> You're projecting get, so hard. I, I get ignored yeah. every time I say it. Saw that. <laughs> saw you do that. I remember specifically just like being a a late or an early family around timing, I think that you're either a grape-eating family or a non-grape-eating family. <laughs> but do you have to be either? Can you just come in? Like saying you're a grape-eating family makes it seem like every time you'll be there, you'll eat a grape. Can well, you just be it, like, coming in and out? Six months ago, I had a grape. Today, I won't eat one. Two months' time, I'll eat a grape. Are you a grape-eating family? Like, you, do you have to be sunk into that? Yeah, if, you, if you're willing to do it at all, yeah, then you are a great pet. Would you? Do you reckon you saw your parents do it? Is that why you're so comfortable nah. doing it? I think it also depends on... I'd be comfortable with a grape eater if 
it seems like they're eating it to try it before they buy. If okay. it's like a, you know, if Jamie Oliver did a bit of a, oh, oh, I'm ta- oh, oh, yeah, I like these ones. I'll try that. That seems okay. Nuts. What about the big, long... Fuck no, you can't do that. So I was young and I grabbed a nut. It was a macadamia with honey coat, yeah. honey coating, and I ate it. Like a honey roasted... Yeah, and I... um broke my feeling off in my tooth you know what yeah serves me right yeah absolutely <laughs> fucking oath the uh you've been having other issues today with your fucking phone oh. it, the, the, i won't i don't even get into it because it makes me anxious it's one but of if those i ever create a business right yeah you that, have if i ever create a business that you can see other people are getting anxious based around the customer service i'm providing please tell me yeah please pull me up because that's exactly what Telstra has done. They've yeah. been... The, it's the worst customer service I've Long ever story had. short, three three months ago, you ordered the iPhone ten. Yeah. One of the fucking early people to do it. Pretty much the day it came out. And uh, basically, you, you organized a pickup solution where you're picking up from the South Melbourne store yeah. and you're doing a trade-in where your old phone was going to be... Correct. You know, and that you fucking pay 150 buck difference and what's happened is they lost the phone <laughs> between the warehouse and the store so there's no like you being a dodgy fuck where it's like you've signed for something yeah. and like it's you could not have done that and they're being fuckheads and they're saying what they're saying until we find the phone we can't really do anything that's exactly right but it's been three months and they haven't it's found the phone three months it Outrageous. is so bad i've been handballed around 50 times had to tell the same story 50 times here's the thing though the takeaway is um, processes within businesses getting in the way of customer service. So yeah. Telstra, I don't know what's going on, but they've gone downhill in terms of customer service. Yeah. And their processes are, oh, well, we can't just give you a new one and we'll find that because if we do that, you'll be charged a $1,000 exit fee. But And, and that's where you got to step in. And Like, I think you've been too much of a soft cock about this Man, whole thing. I've said, I came up with solutions and I've handballed them to, and sent them to them. Right, but my, what I'm saying is their process is like, well, we can't just, we can't override this. And then well, they the go thing, up a chain. I think that's where you escalate it. Like, I think that where my whole approach to all of these things is escalate as soon as possible. Yeah. And we did it today. We did a tweet and finally, like, I don't know if that's been the reason. I like to yeah. think it is. But they're, f- they're finally fucking sorting it out. Because the thing is that it's, I mean, I love a good escalation. I'll tell you. Yeah, you, Josh is the king of. Should I tell three. you? I've got three escalation stories. Well, I'm just to think the es- what's the highest level of escalation that came out? Okay, and I'll the t- best payoff. I'll, I'll do the, the best payoff. All right, so one that I loved was PacificHealthClub.com <laughs> that I bought. And then wrote the whole story about how they fucking screwed me. And then they basically gave me my cancellation $200. I basically held them hostage. So so you wanted to cancel your gym membership? I Yeah. And I, it was Because you weren't of, using it. And the gym... Mem- no. The gym membership was part of... We got a deal as part of our apartment block. And what we were told by the fucking sales dude was, uh, you can cancel when your lease is up. Okay. Right? Go to cancel, like, no, you're going to have to pay like a $100 fee each, or like $150 fee each or some shit, right? It was like a couple of hundred bucks for Brain Ice, yeah, 100 yeah. bucks. And uh, yeah, so I fought it. I ended up spending... So what I did was I, was I first said, hey, I want you to waive this fee, blah, blah, blah. Sure. They're like, no. 
the sales guy didn't work there anymore, so there was no recourse in oh, that regard. No. But then I said, if you do this, I am going to spend $200 on Facebook advertising telling everyone what happened. And they said, well, you know, we'd prefer if you didn't do that. So I did that. You spent 200 bucks. I spent 200 bucks. <laughs> and then not only that, I was like, I didn't get a reaction. So I was thinking more and more, like, I just want them to fucking give me so my 200 So at this bucks point, back. you were 200 bucks out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. And you were and still I'd trying s- to get 200 bucks back from them. Exactly. So then their website was southpacifichc.com, like for health club. Yeah. Like you fucking idiots. Southpacifichealthclub.com was available. .com. So I bought it. <laughs> And .com is a lot easier than .com.au. .com.au, you need to be, ABN. you need to have a business that's sort of registered that sort of would be connected to that yeah, business. Yeah. So it has com. to be legit. Yeah, .com didn't have to worry about it. So anyway, yeah, did it. Bought South Pacific Health Club .com. Yeah, made a made a website just on WordPress with my experience, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a call and I'm like, hey, okay, we'll do a deal. So they called you based. On the website being yeah. up, how did did you notify them of the website going live? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm sure I did. I'm well, sure how much I, did you spend on advertising that? No, well, <laughs> I, I think I just called them. I said, "Look, I'm really disappointed. I've set up a, a website so everyone can know forever, and I'm going to SEO the fuck out of it, <laughs> so people get it when they type in because I know too." I could rank for South Pacific Health Club, so when people type it in, it would be the first thing that came up. So I did that one. Another one that I did. And so hang on, they just what? They waived the fee or they gave you money back? Yeah, they gave me the $200 back. But I'd already spent. On the condition you had to. Yes. Yes. And so I was umming and ahhing, but I'm like, look. Did they write it down? Was it in an email or. Yeah, I probably. Gentleman's agreement? I I could probably. No, don't pull it up. You don't need to pull shit up. All right. No, yeah, I would have an email. Okay. Another one, the Telstra one that I liked was I was. There was this loophole where they were doing double data. Right, so if you paid for one gig of data, you would get two gig yeah. and all that sort of thing. This is when, like, you, the max you would sort of get is two or two gig of data or whatever. Anyway, what you could do is you could get a low plan and then just add a, add a data pack. Right, so rather than normally, if you wanted the six gig plan, you'd have to go on their hundred and fifty dollar plan mm-hmm. or whatever. But what I what I read online was you could go on one of those like thirty dollar plans and then add a six gig of data pack, which would double to twelve gig, and it was only costing like seventy or eighty bucks. Okay. Anyway, I read online that the loophole was being like that, that this was a loophole and that they were honouring it. So I opened uh, this Telstra account, like um. Uh, set up a phone contract yeah. and they were sort of umming and ahhing at the Roval store <laughs> and, and I said no this is the way it is blah 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 and I said I printed out the article where like the Telstra spokesperson had said yes it was it we was, can do this we can do this uh, they're like oh look anyone could print that blah 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 anyway they said okay yeah, can anyone set up a WordPress website <laughs> exactly. and fucking SEO the shit out of it got Telstra.com <laughs> <laughs> no so I uh, I uh, they said, oh, look, well, we can't do it within our system, but we'll sign you up today and then come back in a week and we'll be able to sort it out because we'll be able to speak, blah, blah, blah. I came back. I signed up to the contract, came back and they said, sorry, we can't do it. Oh, And I'm like, fuck these guys. So what I did was I found the Telstra spokesperson. And the reason I remember this story is because he liked one of my LinkedIn posts last week. Recently. Uh, he was the head like communications advisor for Telstra and he'd been quoted 
in that article and he'd also communications people when they put out press releases they'll put in their phone number right for um for the media to contact them so, so you I had just, his phone number yeah so i called him <laughs> i said hey you know my name's josh this has happened you quite i i actually mentioned your quote and they're not honoring it blah 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 he sorted it out for me no yeah. so i had that one and the final story which got me in the um, the age and the MX mag was uh, this was Facebook when you could be like granular advertising. You could advertise to basically individual people, right? You yeah. could add so many settings that I could say people named Tommy living in St Kilda who are likes... You, are you telling... Are you giving everyone my... Exactly. Who, who likes Frisbee and Co, right? And yeah, I know that that's the only Tommy in St Kilda who would like that page. Yeah. So I can do so you could do those sort of granular things. I had this situation where I bought a product. It was Avid, you know, like Avid the editor. Yes. I got an M box, which is like for plugging in musical instruments or microphones. I got it from B and H in the States. Got it shipped here, opened it up, turned it on, it was fucked, it wasn't working. Mm. Contacted uh B and H and they said, Oh, it's fine, we'll be able to sort it out. Uh, for you blah 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 here's a number anyway long story short avid said they would be able to sort it out in australia which was great then 12 days went by and i had been calling like every third day to try and work out what was going on currently unemployed yeah, at that point <laughs> or uh self-employed whichever way you look at it tell me uh and they uh basically at the end they said sorry we've actually realized we can't do it i'm like uh no I've just spent fucking 12 days waiting and you've. I would have gotten the US process done yeah. by now. So I created a, a, a WordPress, like a blog post again. I got the <laughs> M box and I photoshopped flames on it. And I did this article about everything that happened. And then at the end of it, I said, uh, if, uh, if you know the managing director of Avid, contact him now and tell him this story. Anyway, I put it up on Facebook as an ad targeting all people who worked at Avid. Just them, right? That's amazing. I had 20 click-throughs in one night. So, 20 people who worked at Avid had clicked through. I had a Facebook message and an email from the managing director that day asking for my address so we could send out a brand new one. <laughs> <laughs> you know can you please take is? down the post? You know how I'd said about the Telstra guy, how he uh, had um, liked one of my things? Yeah. This guy from Avid is still like the, the most senior person in Australia. And I realized a few years ago, he'd actually deleted me off LinkedIn. <laughs> so I'm, he must have thought I was the biggest fuckhead for like well, annoying him. You, you, you either... I mean, there's a few things people can think. It's like fucking Monday hero. Yeah. Or a big weird unit with lots of time on his bit hands. Bit of both. I believe that there's a bit of both there. <laughs> but that is, it takes balls. So... They know, like I was speaking to TPG because I moved house and my internet, I changed the connection. All I wanted to do was send it downstairs. Yeah. There's no installation, nothing. Uh, sorry, sir, that's going to be $100. I said, it's not going to be. <laughs> I'm moving downstairs. I've been with you for two years. I can go somewhere else and pay $100 to get a faster internet connection because yeah. yours is terrible. Yeah. But I'm happy to continue. And anyway. Which oh, makes they- you just sound like a fucking little bitch. Yeah, but the, the thing is they came back, oh, yeah. yes, we can do $70. So I said, funny. no, $70. Yeah. How about $0? Yeah. And then they came back and said, oh, well, could you sign into a 12-month contract? And we waived the fee. 
I move into a 12-month contract yeah. for my lease. So I said yes. Well. But it's like all the people out there that have been walked all over by companies because they don't think there's another option. You've got like you've got to push. Like two other, like I've spoken to two different call centers in the last four days yeah. hustling. One of them, <laughs> Virgin Australia, Velocity, lost my, lost my platinum status, right? Because I, I think I had told you this. Yeah, I'd yeah, had yeah. enough status credits, but I hadn't flown enough sectors, which basically means uh, you have to, you can earn status credits when you fly Air New Zealand, Singapore, all these different airlines. However, they say there needs to be a minimum amount that you need to fly on Virgin Australia. I'd smashed the amount of status credits because I'd flown... Uh, Air New Zealand premium economy and stuff like that but I'd only flown six times on Virgin in the last 12 months you needed eight to get platinum anyway so I called them today and managed to get them to give me platinum really which is pretty like people struggle and I think the key is that you just well yeah it's no I think it's about what I did so this was my strategy I was like okay I called on uh, so my the the uh, I lost my platinum or the platinum was up for renewal over the weekend on Sunday. I called them on Saturday. The department wasn't open. So I went, I basically got to their fucking answering machine or like their response saying, hey, we don't, we're not open today, blah, blah, blah. So I did another call where I went through and went through to their booking people, right? Yeah. Because that one is open, open and they're, they're an that. Australian um, call center. Yeah. And then I said, hey, I was... So I changed the story a little bit to being like just inquiring about uh, my platinum status to I'm wanting to book a flight because I want to make sure that I retain my status. And I'm wanting to know whether I... Like if I have to do it now or if I could uh, book it this month, blah, blah, blah. And the person was completely underqualified to obviously tell me about it. So so I basically could talk them into a bit of a circle where they're like, yeah, you'll be fine. If you do it this month, you'll be fine. And so... And the call's recorded for customer service. And that's why I said... So basically when I called them this morning, they said, oh no, like you've you've missed your period like unless you um and i'm like i'm pregnant no <laughs> no so i uh i said to them uh yeah you basically just give it all that sort of stuff and then you like i do i do a bit of hint hint of like i'm going to be booking a lot of flights um and the funny thing is they said oh we um we're not uh what did they say we're only doing this because it's the first time you're doing this blah 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 however i didn't tell them but I don't know if you, I don't know if I was with you. Yeah, we were in Brisbane, and I called. Yes, <laughs> and I got. We were working in Brisbane on a shoot, and we got to the airport. And we realised that Josh didn't have status to get us yeah. into the lounge, and we had hours to kill. And we really wanted to go in there and relax, and have food, and so Josh jumped on the phone and managed to get go. I ended up telling him how, like, I was, which was all true. I was going to be flying business class to Fiji, and I'd be getting it, blah blah blah, and they gave it to me. Yeah. So I've been very, and I know people who are, especially like Qantas and stuff where people have been like uh, Bree's old boss would like fly business all the time, like Mm. London, like Melbourne, all that sort of thing. And she didn't get fucking keep her platinum and they didn't give it to her. Like they went hard, but there was that one. And then the other tactic was um, IINet went over my uh, um, allowance, the data allowance. Uploaded to me. 
photos. Yeah. And like, so it's what? How many? You have a terabyte? Yeah, I had a terabyte. 1,000 gigabytes of downloads. Yeah. And, I and you went out and yeah. you went and over it. So they uh, went on a different strategy this time. I was like, what did you want? What was the. So what I wanted to get from was them? I like, they had slowed down my internet okay. to 200. Which is a standard practice. Which is so slow. And I don't do this much, right? So I call them. <laughs> so I don't do this much, but I just tell four stories yeah, exactly. about when I do do shit so, like this. <laughs> I don't, don't go over much. So anyway, I called them and uh, I was like, she was a bit, the, the chick that I was dealing with was, I could tell just a classic employee, salesy, just wanted yeah. like, just trying to fuck me in every regard. And then, so I said to her, I was like, oh, w- uh, where where are you from, by the way? And she said, oh, I'm uh uh, our call center we're in um south africa in cape town wow. which i which i knew and which was awesome because then i said oh i um i've been reading all about the water issues the water crisis do you know about the water crisis yeah it's leaking the city's leaking yeah well they're they're they reckon in like two months they're going to be out of water and it's because because why it's well, leaking. clearly i didn't read enough i'd been reading all the headlines but they've they're being restricted to how much water they can consume, yeah. like in a huge way. So she was saying, oh, it's so bad. We can only do 50 liters a day, blah, blah, blah. Man, and so I, anyway, and so we spoke, no joke, for five minutes about that. And I said, oh, like my issue seems small now, but is there something like is, can you sort of help me out? And she was a bit of an idiot anyway, but she ended up, <laughs> she ended up saying, look, yeah, we'll give you, I can, I said, can you give me a hundred because I'm like I don't want to pay anything and you've got to yeah, yeah. also like oversell things so I'm like I just don't have any money to be able to pay for this you know I can't can't be spending any more money yeah. and she's like oh look um, I said can I have it was six days left on my um, mm. plan for the month and I said can I um, can I have a hundred gig please data? please and she said oh yeah that's like seventy dollars I'm like I don't have the seventy bucks Yeah. and she said oh look I'll speak I to just the spent it on bottled water <laughs> exactly and so she spoke to the supervisor, came back, gave me 50 gig. Um, I don't think that, that was count? necessarily... Me talking, I don't think necessarily helped. In like, that talking your way into places. I've done it. I talk my way into the Qantas Lounge. I was flying to LA. Doing a Jules Lund. He loves doing And it. here's the thing. I reckon this could work. So yeah. I actually legitimately had at home... Or maybe I didn't. Vouchers? No, I reckon I just made this up. My friend was given just a voucher... It was just. It looks like a business card yeah. that says "Admit One to Qantas Lounge," uh-huh. and you have to be flying with Qantas overseas to access it. Yeah. So I had my boarding pass for an LA-bound flight, and I was so hungover, and it was like eight in the morning, and I got to the airport, and I was like, oh, I have to get into this lounge, and I walked up and I just said, um, "One of the people in PR, because that's." Yeah, great. Who actually can give them out? Yeah. One of the girls in PR gave me an entry pass to the lounge, yeah. and I've left it at home. I'm yeah. so sorry. Is there any way I can come in? I've got my boarding pass, and some sweet old ladies. They're just like, yeah, sure. And I went in and got the smoothies they were handing out because yeah, you would fucking use and abuse it. They're like, they don't know what's Tommy. What's going to happen? Like, how much cheese did you eat? I no, I was too. I was annoying. I was dumb. I was hungover, so I like didn't didn't go to town. Uh, of course, but I had a really comfy chair. I had, could wait to the last minute when they were boarding the lounge. Flight. Is a bit overrated though, isn't oh, it? 100. It's like. The- but talking, have you talked your way in anywhere? Because you're quite a confident dude when you're out. Like I think you can have a. You might be internalizing it and feeling a bit 
worried inside, but you can definitely front as very confident. Yeah, I, I've gotten into uh, LA Star Alliance. I'd lost status. And basically, you, it's just a willingness to bullshit a little bit or just yeah. like talk. And that was the longest one because it was Star Alliance. So it wasn't Virgin directly. It was like one step away. So it was even harder. But Brie was probably outside of the lounge for 40 minutes while I was talking to them. And basically... It took you 40 minutes. Yeah. And I ended up getting in though. I think they just get annoyed. They're just like, whatever, this guy's so annoying. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? And that's the willingness to be annoying. It's the willingness to be okay with being the fuckhead. So I tried it. I tried it recently uh, a year and a bit ago when we're going out on our honeymoon. But they've just got like blanket policies. Like if you're not flying business, you can't come in. Yeah. So Or if you don't have status, so if you don't have gold or premium, if you don't have any kind of status... You're not coming in. So they've got blanket rules now that cut out a lot of but idiots But they also, like me. The, the thing is that I see people trying to hustle the same way mm. and they just don't know how to fucking do it. Like you can tell that they well, go it's on. Practicing. I saw a guy when we were flying to Fiji that I think it was his honeymoon and he was trying to get into um, business class. <laughs> He's like, oh, shoot. Trying to get up the front yeah. to fly in a seat. Yeah. That's not happening, mate. I know. but he, That doesn't happen He anymore. really like, and you could hear the... Uh, the people like the um, air hostess or whatever being like oh sorry like we need to yeah. keep them available blah 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 oh god but um, yeah. talking away what about outside of an airport you've done it um, you haven't been to nightclubs it's a big thing in night oh, in really? the nightclub space where people are you pretty just, good at it you, yes people like you know there's a massive line to a bar uh-huh. and people just want to jump the line I've, we did it overseas and it's probably a bit easier two Aussie guys walking up there was a line around the corner 100 metres and we just told them that we got this online TV show and we'd love to speak to the manager we'll feature you in the show and we, so they just funny. walked us straight through the back and we, and then we just partied That's and hilarious. then in Melbourne actually we um, we had I met this guy in LA who was friends with this big DJ Paul Oakenf Oakenfold, he's like mm-hmm. a big techno DJ, old school. <laughs> Man, he's worth like forty million dollars or something. I don't even but, know. Like, I didn't really know his music. Yeah, and he's got a huge cult following. Quite, a, he's an older dude, but still, just people love him. Anyway, he's playing here in Melbourne, and our friend from LA said, "Come to the show. I've got tickets on the door, and we can go backstage." And so me and my mates, sick, and we went. No tickets at the door, and then we'll just like. What, what do you mean? Oh, um, it will be under like Paul's list yeah. or Dean's list. His best mate, De- Paul's best mate, Dean, was our friend. Yeah. Nothing here. And so we just, we're just going, like we're at the front of this venue, Festival Hall in North yeah. Melbourne. And shit fucking venue. Shit venue, but <clears throat> it was good for yeah, a, sure. a yeah, rave but, like this. Yeah, it was literally a rave. And so within 10 minutes, we'd just be, they, I think they were just annoyed. They're like, okay. We can give you entry. Here's some tickets. And they just gave us tickets. They were $100 tickets. <laughs> and so we just not... Obviously, they had known of someone's name. Yeah. That we must have been using right names. Yeah. And so then we got in and then waved down our friend and then he was behind. And anyway, we got up the back. We were behind the DJ. I was sick. <laughs> and- I, the, the, one, the one time I actually can think of is when... Uh, there was a WordPress meetup here in Melbourne. You can see the difference in our lives. <laughs> I was at a trance party. Josh was at a WordPress meetup, and uh, <laughs> and that sold out because it was a big deal. Because Matt Mullenweg, the the one of the the lead like 
developer yeah. of WordPress, a creator of WordPress, was in t- town speaking. And uh, I bumped into him uh, and uh, we were talking and he said, are you coming tonight? You, hang on, you bumped into him. You don't know this guy? No. Never met him before? No. You've seen him online? Mm-hmm. Where, where did you bump into it? Okay. I wasn't going to go into the, the craziness of the story, but well, I'll, I'll, keep it, I'll, keep it I'll keep it short. I'll keep it very brief. He was coming... most people are trying to work out what WordPress is. He, he, was, <laughs> he was coming into the Invato office where I was working at okay. the time, right? I was... Really keen to to see him, but he was meant to be in uh, three o'clock, and at four thirty I had a meeting in South Melbourne. Invado was in the city, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I can't wait around." I start walking to South Melbourne for my meeting. As I'm crossing over the Yarra, there I see Matt Mullenweg walking uh, towards you. towards me. So I go, "Oh, wow. Matt!" He stops. I'm like, "Are you uh, are you looking for Invado?" He says, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually from there." I'm like. Just uh, keep going straight, turn right, blah, blah, blah. That was all done. I was like, oh, that was a fun interaction, but that was it. Had my meeting, uh, walk, uh, that goes for an hour, come back to the city and the CEO, my mate at Invado, Collis, is out the front with Matt Mullenweg and they're chatting and they're saying goodbye. Collis says, oh, uh, this is Josh. He works uh, for Invado. Matt Mullenweg says, oh, I know. I've already met him. I've just met him before. He was treating me like a rock star. And then he said, oh, are you coming to the WordPress meetup? I said, oh, I um, don't have uh, tickets because I'd been traveling. I'd b- had just done my three-month trip and I'd just gotten yeah. back. He said, oh, just mention my name at the door, which is such a fucking funny thing. It's like the main person. And WordPress is a small community. So I rock up to the WordPress event with all these people that I know at the door being like, oh, Josh, you got a ticket? I'm like, uh, nah, uh, I saw Matt Mullenweg and he just said, say his name. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Oh. So and they they thought you were bullshitting. Yeah, but I ended up getting in. But then talking about how, uh, you know, serendipity and all of this stuff, yeah, yeah. I ended up getting Matt Mullenweg on my podcast, right, where I interviewed him. And the way that I got him on was I was like, I said to myself, <laughs> I need to be able to ask a question at the question time so that we can have that like connection of he know like you know sort of cementing that i i rocked up anyway so i um i had a question which the key to this is you can should only have a fucking question if it's a good one and it was a decent question asked him the question uh and when i stood up he said oh hey do you have a ticket to be here (laughs) So was it was perfect, right? So, yeah, he was playing a joke. So, which was and what great. did you say? What was your response? Uh, like, I laughed, and then he said, "I, oh, um, yeah, Security I actually just <laughs> yeah." He said, "I actually just uh, met him at Invado." Blah blah blah. So after the event, he's getting swarmed by all of these fucking nerds. Yeah, they, basically that's what they are. Uh, and, you, and, and, I, and Josh, and, being the six foot three nerd that he is, yeah, and swarmed them too. No, so I he was like, swarm. I wanted him to be in my on my podcast. So what I did was I sent him an email instead. I said, "Hey, this is Josh. You let me into your event. Uh, I would love to have you on my podcast, Josh speaking." I can be flexible. I can record it wherever you are, blah, blah, blah. He wrote back to me two days later and said, hey, Josh, I would have loved to. I'm now in Sydney though and I'm just flying to uh, Auckland tomorrow. I said, hey, Matt, no worries. Happy to come to Auckland. And uh, he was like, okay. And so we organized it. Do you reckon he was expecting that? No. I mean, people put up filters and barriers so that you don't... So most people, most... Uh, fucking uh, tie kickers won't yeah. follow through. 
True. And and so you flew over how long from the time you sent the email? It was within like three days. You just jumped on a flight? Yeah. Booked a flight with Qantas. Did you somehow get a free flight by calling? <laughs> no. It cost me like five... This is the thing, right? It cost me like 550 bucks. And so many people uh, like would say, fuck, what are you doing? Like I know that uh, my parents at the time were like, what are you doing? What are you spending that much? Why, where are you going? Why are you going to Auckland? Like people don't understand that like I'm literally spending $550 to sit down with an hour with someone who is really coveted for interviews, right? Like yeah. he doesn't just give interviews out. So do you reckon he only gave it to you because he met you in those exchanges? I think, yeah. and- I think that that plus my willingness to fucking fly to Auckland. Yeah. The thing is, I think I also under overstated how much he actually cared that I was flying because like on the day he was sort of talking as if I lived in Auckland. Yeah. Well, it's never as much thought in his head as it yeah, is in yours. Yeah, exactly. Because well, he doesn't have to do anything other than just... Rock up, say yes. At his hotel room. Yeah. And so... We had it. We actually did it in the, the hotel library. That's cool. So I like set up in there. Like I rocked up to the Sofitel. It's a good hustle. It's kind of like that work experience kid that just rocked up at my place looking for... Have a, you spoken to him no, He never got back to me. So... <laughs> Classic. <laughs> He got busy. He got better offers. Yeah. He went down the street, spoke to you got else. You totally got to hustle. But I think there's like, speaking to Jules Lund, who I've spoken about on this podcast yesterday, and he said, I told him about this podcast. Yeah. And it, and I just said, the barrier to entry is so low. Like for you and I, it yeah. takes us half an hour to record this and mm-hmm. then it's up 10 minutes later. And Although then... this is the first fucking podcast where I just had to pause it twice. Yeah, hopefully you didn't calls. know because Josh wanted to make it sound seamless but now is talking about the fact that we stopped this podcast to take some calls. We don't normally do that though. Yeah, because it's annoying. My point is so low to start a podcast yeah. means someone like Jules gets 10 requests a week yeah. to be on people's podcasts. Yeah. And so for you, you how, how long ago was that? Ten, uh, yeah, three, four, uh, yeah, that was two thousand four. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, no, 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 sorry, twenty fourteen. Okay, still a while ago yeah. in the land of podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. So that guy, Matt, yeah. he would be getting flooded. The dude who created WordPress, yeah, or he'd even be getting flooded to get on. Podcasts. Austin Cleon, who wrote Steal Like an Artist, best-selling uh, New York Times best-selling author, got him on my podcast, and he tweeted saying, "I never do these." I never do podcast interviews, but Josh sent me the nicest email and I yeah. couldn't say no. And that's how he promoted it. So he was clear that like he doesn't fucking do it. Yeah. I think that the what art- is that? Are you setting goals? Like what? You, like it's one thing to write a few words. It's another thing to you think about this. Like your internalization on that whole Matt thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, if I ask a question, it's a good one. Yeah. Like, I, I, is that your legit thought process? Absolutely. So, because yeah. then I think there's an element. I think I do a lot of that naturally. Yeah. I don't think like you at all. Yeah. But then there's people who could do your process, which is like map it out. You know, go. You know, well, it's not mapping it. it out, right? So it's this thing of like it's mapping it out on the fly. It's the serendipity of okay, there's this opportunity, so I should do this. Yeah. Versus what most people would do is they would see the after party as the and that could be a strategy. If I yeah. drank, 
if I was someone who knew the best places in Melbourne to go to drink, I would put myself front and center mm. in organizing where we're going to drink because I'd look like a fucking top dog. But I know that that's not the game that I play. Yeah. So if the game that I pl- and for me the game that I play is in that personal interaction, and um, it's modern day stalking. Yeah. Without the illegalness of it. I've done it so many intentions. times. Like, and the people. Can I just say I want to interrupt? Yeah. I was just thinking, good radio stunt. <laughs> I want you to try and get someone on this podcast of yeah. note, like someone who's worth like people would be like, wow. Because if you did it for your podcast back then, yeah. we're fifteen episodes in. Yeah. Surely by the time we've done thirty of these. We could have a pretty big guest on the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's just shooting the breeze. It's not okay. So, uh, guesses, and this is the thing: we're not a fucking guest podcast. No, we're but not, they come into our world. They're going to be, be just yeah. chatting with us. Sure, we could literally be talking to them about. Do you, who do you want? Brand? I don't know yet. I'll I'll think about it. But like, I know there's a few low hanging fruit. We could probably get Kenny. Yeah, Shane Jacobson, Shane Jay, yeah. he's an icon, Australian icon. Well, there's, but I think world. that we maybe cut my network. Like we don't yeah. do someone that's. Within I want it our to network. be a challenge where you're going to have to send a few emails. Yeah. Set up maybe a WordPress website. Someone who is across the board liked, so it's not too niche. Like it's not like Matt Diavella who has the uh, Ground Up show. Yeah, he's mentioned on most podcasts. Yeah. You get a big crush on him. Yeah, he's uh, he's trying to get uh, fucking The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not going to set the challenge of getting someone no. like The Rock, but I think we could probably get someone cool. Yeah, I think we could 100% get someone cool. So um, networking is an interesting one. Like the, we, you know, talk networking about, like, events networking's fucking reek gross. of awkwardness and... yeah. And when it's sold in as a, like, come to this networking event. I mean, that's for people who probably don't have the opportunities mm. or the the head, head space or the approach that you take. It's also about, like, if you're going to... So, there's a few things. You need to be giving value. Mm. And if you're not giving value, you can't be taking away value. So, you need to make it, like, there is a transaction that's going on. And what that means is it's... Well, there's a few elements. The reason the Matt Mullenweg thing worked is because we had a connection and that was Invato. And then from there, I was able to cement it with the the other things that happened. So having a base, having some sort of in will be um, make things easier. Yeah. And, and I've done that thing also of knowing where they'll be or yeah. like if you know a good bar or you know a cafe where they are. Uh-huh. All you need is that exchange. Yeah. And it's just a hello, it's just top of mind and then dropping them an email. Yeah. Because if you've seen them, you've got a reason to then go, hey, saw you. And it's okay just to... The the other part of it is sometimes you just want to connect with them. Like you just like, hang on, we're really aligned. Mm. We should connect. And it's not about fucking trying to get something out of them. It's really just like, actually, I think that I can bring you value. Yeah. I think there's heaps of stuff that I can help you with. Yeah. I definitely approach it like that creating video content it's like as much as i know that they'll give me money at some yeah. point but it's also like you know that you can create something awesome for them and that's where they're winning yeah and that's the offering so it doesn't have to be as much like i'm gonna you know lift this rock for you no and this and you know that i'm gonna come over and lift that rock for you it's like it can be the exchange of what you do is going to bring them a lot of value and that's what i think being a hybrid being a being not just a video person but having other things to offer makes you way more appealing because 
when I speak to a client, we end up speaking about branding, about their website, about startup mm. culture, about HR, all of those types of things, which then leads into, I'll eventually do a video for them. But it's it, just being friendly as well. Yeah. Like rela- business, most of it is all around relationships. Do mm-hmm. they like you? Do they want to work with you? Yeah. And that's the same with networking. It's, you know, f- for me growing up, knowing lots of people, people have moved on to businesses that could work for me. I could do something for them. It's like yeah. the same thing. It's an exchange, but it's all driven just- by... Being a nice Friendship. person. Being a yes. nice person. Honest, actually honestly being a nice person. Yeah, I Not think that. pretending to be nice. And that's what grossed me out about that fucking art of charm is it was like this idea that it is this two-step process mm. and if you dress up as a kangaroo that fucking <laughs> people start inviting you to cocktail parties. Yeah. That's when it, yeah, that's when networking falls short when you dress like a kangaroo. <laughs> this was a different... Uh, this was another different episode. I feel like I do this every fucking time, a little retrospective. I've got some shit I want to bring tomorrow. And I'm going to think about that guest. Yeah. I've got something I want to talk to you about. It's some scary technology. What is it? Just, I can't, no. Okay. The well, thing about Josh, when you say, I want to talk I about something and I'll tell you tomorrow, he's hounding you well, because on the a text message. This, this isn't a please fucking... Please, please, please. This isn't... You treat life like a fucking radio teaser. Stop trying to sell in tomorrow. No, but just... I want to sell in tomorrow because it's something we... I, I was going to bring it up today, but we delved into how you stalk a lot of people online. You've single-handedly taken down businesses. <laughs> well, this is something that I wanted to talk about but didn't, and we can talk about it tomorrow. I'll just yeah. say it, it's doing business beyond your borders. Okay. Working with companies in other countries, having employees in other countries, all of that sort of stuff. That's what I was being thinking about. So we can talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Right. It's the uh, the Daily Talk Show. We're at thedailytalkshow.com and we're on iTunes as well. Um, A big guest coming soon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who will it be? I've got some ideas, but I guess it's it's you to decide. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Have, a, have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. <laughs>